Hello, and welcome to another episode of Dual Senses, where we give our two cents on all things PlayStation. I am Stephen Morrow, and usually I am joined by Alex Wolf. However, he is still on paternity leave. And uh, real fast, before we get into this episode, there's going to be a slight difference, I guess. Um, so we've been on hiatus for a little bit, um, getting ready for some some changes and new additions and things like that. Um, but I actually had a, a sort of family issue come up. Um, so I'm actually in New York right now recording. Uh, so um, instead of having like a normal grand return episode, um, we can consider this a sort of like bonus episode or a soft return, I guess. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're going to go back to having regular news coverage weekly um, after this week. But for now, on this episode, we have a special guest. And uh, we are going to be discussing the recent state of play that revealed the Horizon Forbidden West gameplay for the first time. So, um, sorry things have been kind of delayed, and um, this episode's going to be a little bit different. Uh, you know, in the middle of, of recording different segments and everything, uh, like I said, I had a little family emergency. Um, but, anyways, uh, things will be back to normal in a little bit, and... For now, just enjoy this episode um, and enjoy our special guest. She is pretty awesome. Also, it should go without saying that there will be Horizon Zero Dawn spoilers uh, referenced in this episode, and if you have not seen the Horizon Forbidden West state of play, uh, we recommend that you watch that before you listen to this. Um, or not, it's up to you, but just know that there will be spoilers discussed in this episode. All right, hello again. Uh, this is Steven again, and I am here with Sarah. Hi. Uh, otherwise known as Huffle Hug yes. on Twitch. You can find her occasionally streaming some games and doing yeah. some things. Hope we do more soon. Yes, together soon, hopefully. Yes. Oh my gosh, please. <laughs> um, but we, we have important matters to discuss because there was new Horizon gameplay <sighs> revealed. And I know you feel a certain way I feel about Horizon. Oh my god, it's just it's just a great series that doesn't get the recognition it deserves. Like, I feel like it really should be up there with Skyrim. Like, it's seen as, as far as, like, game, like, how like top great, tier. Yeah, of a game. It, 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 to me, it, 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 it should be an example of what games should be. Like, video games of that kind of genre should be. Mm-hmm. It's up there. It's very, like, that sets my standards for, like, other <laughs> video games. <laughs> Well, I definitely, uh, I'm definitely curious to see how the sequel pushes everything forward. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, uh, just jumping into it, uh, I'm just going to give like some details from the state of play. Um, for any listeners, if you haven't already seen the state of play where watch they did it. the Horizon reveal, <laughs> yes, uh, please watch it. A lot of the things that we talk about are going to make more sense. Um, but I'll just go through some like key bullet point details, and then we're going to give our thoughts and. Yeah analysis i guess of of general excitement enthusiasm (laughs) yes and probably a lot of just giddy excitement (laughs) (laughs) fangirling it's fine (laughs) but uh basically uh so they did the the horizon forbidden west uh gameplay reveal uh during a state of play recently and uh first and foremost the game looks gorgeous uh yeah just like the original the opening scene of the (laughs) just her in the jungle and this this fallen vanguard so- soldier in the jungle just 
her the the jungle scene the light we were talking about the lighting of it yeah it's just like the light poking through the trees in like the just the ambient sounds of it and like you just see Aloy in like the jungle like themed armor that she's wearing and it's just oh it's just the greens <laughs> and the colors and it's just it's just beautiful <laughs> the greens and the colors yeah. <laughs> i have like uh well i'll i'll get into that later first um so uh some things that I noticed as far as, like, specific details, uh, it, Traversal has been, se- like, severely up... Sorry, I'm, like, excited. I'm getting excited <laughs> and I'm getting all tongue-tied. Um, the Traversal seems very updated. Yeah. Uh, so, like, the climbing, um, instead of having, like, clearly obvious, like, handholds, right. you can sort of use the... Um, uh, focus. Thank you. Focus to reveal yeah. where things are climbable. Which I think is more organic, you have this device that's smart technology, right? Yeah. From the past. And I like, in the first game, I think what they were going for is like, it was marked by braves that had been there before you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that they were marking these pathways you could take. And then I like in this tech, this update of this game, new play, it's like the focus is showing you, and it's, it's mapping it out for you. Like, yeah. these are possible spots to climb and do all this, like the, um, grappling hook thing like these are all like i like that because that is very much like it, it's a great way to make it feel organic to that world and that world's rules and yeah without making it seem like hey yellow big yellow thing here that you can climb exactly like, and yeah. like from what from what they showed so the the focus will highlight where things are climbable but it seems like you can still climb it without needing the focus. Run out, yeah. So that can kind of allow you to like if you if you want to see your options, you can you can see right. that. Um, which I feel like options is one of the main themes that they're going yeah. for, uh, letting you kind of choose how you approach different situations. Because they have like the climbing. They also added swimming. Um, she has like a breathing apparatus yeah. that allows her to breathe underwater, basically. And I'm interested to see where that's like with the story. That's gonna be like how they they give you that and like explain yeah, it. Yeah, like it's gonna be so. Cool. I'm curious about like underwater exploration. Like, is that gonna be a, a really fleshed out thing, or because in the gameplay demo we basically just saw she used underwater to get from one point to, an, to another. To another. But I'm curious if there's gonna be more like I, underwater ruin expo- I think exploration. There will be because if you did you notice the map at the end. Florida's completely gone. Half of California's gone. And oh. you remember from the first game, in this world, before the monster, like the machine disaster of everything going rogue and eating everything in, in Earth, they had climate change and they had that problem. And You're see, picking up on all the details. <laughs> the, oh I, my god. I played this game so many times and the story really is what's captivating to me about the game is just mm-hmm. this... It, it's not impossible. You know, like, you play a lot of, like, dystopian games, and you're, like, the story of how the world ended. You're like, wow, that's, like, this is possible. Like, it's crazy. And, you know, in the the first, in the stories, and, and a lot of the lore in the story is in, in the main storylines. So unless you go and look for it, you're not going to get all of it. But... Yeah, like, the different, like, audio files that you right. can collect. But in, like, like in these little audio files, like, it's talking about how, like, people, residents of Florida are having to move inland because Florida's being completely covered up. And I think in California, the California, because if you looked under, when she was underwater, you could see buildings under the yeah. water. So I absolutely think that she, like, and I think that there was one thing in Florida that they had to go get. If you looked on these little map, the map at the end of the state of play, 
um, they're looking at that map of Amer- North America and like Florida, and there's like a little point there of like where things they they're looking for are. Yeah. So I have a feeling there might be like a whole like section of underwater Jeez, exploration. How big of a world map? I, that's why I'm thinking because like in the first one, it's like Utah, Wyoming, because it's part of like it's got you know, you've got the um, what's that national park with Old Faithful and everything in that because that's um, part of it. Yellow. Yellowstone, yeah, the whole Yellowstone, and then, like, Colorado, and then I think, like, a little bit of what's west of Colorado is, like, the main area, so that's really a big area, but it's not, like, the whole map of North America that we're seeing, that's why I'm, like, a little excited, or we could explore more of, like, this dystopian, after climate change, after the robots ate everything, like, (laughs) North America, it'll be really interesting and cool to see, like, the different areas, that's why I'm really excited about just the Forbidden West, like seeing like the rest of California and the rest of the the West Coast of the United States and what it's going to look like. Yeah, I mean, I like seeing, uh, like we saw the bridge. Uh, yeah, and Golden Gate Bridge, yeah. yeah it, it, seeing, there's something kind of magical about seeing just like right. familiar landmarks torn to shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. <laughs> I think it's cool too because they, in the first game, like um, those vantage points in the first game that show mm-hmm. like you could look into the past to see what it was. But like it's cool because it's even more futuristic from what we are used to as well. Like what they're seeing. Yeah. Um, and it, it's like, it's little nods too. Like it's cool to play in a world that's not made up, but it's not this fantasy land like, like Skyrim or... Um, you know, another, like, made-up world. It's our world, and it's just, like, in a completely flipped up, upside down, completely different way, but it's still, like, we can recognize it, which I think helps us, helps with, like, the immersion of the story. Like, yeah. we recognize our landscape, and we notice these things, and it just makes you feel like, like, almost like at a, at a home, in home, like, at, at home sense, but not. Yeah, it's like, comfortable, but uncomfortable. Exactly. At the same time. And yeah. it's just relatable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah i i totally agree yeah um but yeah so so swimming um which is stunning the coral reefs and like when she was swimming i like the nods at the old like the old machines they're still there too like not the old yeah. machines but like machines from the first game like mm-hmm. they didn't just like completely get rid of those like they put them they're putting them in different environments all over the world and like i know i'm probably gonna say this like a million times but the lighting <laughs> Oh my gosh! Uh, the way that the lighting trickles through the water, and uh, I didn't notice it until right before recording this, where we rewatched it, mm-hmm. which is why I'm like re excited. Uh, but like the the way that the light was shining through some of her her hair, yeah, like the ends of her hair where there were less strands, like more light would come through. Yep, it it looked it looked gorgeous. Like I, uh. It, I thought the lighting in the first game was phenomenal, and it seems like they're just carrying that trend Over. into the next one. Yeah, they're, uh, like, adding to it. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, on top of swimming, they also added a fucking glider. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, the, I feel like every game is getting a glider. First ta- the first time I watched this state of play, I leaned all day, and I sat with Zach, and Zach like, was as excited for He was excited for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just sitting there... My mouth open the whole time. Just, and like, I look at Zach, and even Zach would be like, and we were just sitting there with our mouths open, like, holy shit. When the glider came out, because one of the biggest pet peeves I had about this game, 
it was fall damage because you're in yeah. Colorado. There are mountains. You're high up on mountains fighting these machines. One next thing you know, you're running for your life. You turn around, you accidentally fall off a freaking mountain and die, and then that's it. And you have to start all over again. So the fact that they gave us this to help us with that, but not only like I love that she used it during combat too. Yeah, it's yeah. a way of traveling. It's a way to help you during combat. It's it's great. It's I'm so excited for just the little things. Like it's gonna make it well, ten times better. Yeah, it seems like the combat is ingrained in all of the different traversal methods. Yeah, um, like so you can fight um, while gliding as well, and they mentioned using that like as sort of a stealth or a tactical approach mm-hmm. as well. But uh, fighting on top of like a mount, you can ride more yep. of the robots and things like that, which I know you could do that in the first game. Uh, with some of the robots, but it seems like they're fleshing that out more. Right. Uh, the the melee attacks with the the staff things seem a lot more fluid and more the dynamic. Melee. The melee in the first game, and I'm one of those people, like, I get impatient when battling. I get your strategic, but sometimes I'm like, I just want to freaking kill it. Like, I just want to hit it with I a stick. I just want to hit it with a stick. And like, but, like, in the first game, it's like you had two melee hits. You had your yeah. light attack, and then you had your heavy attack. That was it. And we're all like, okay, like her spear is a big part of how she's battling. Why isn't it more of a focused on, like, why don't we get more things with the spear? Like, you have a couple upgrades throughout the game, but it's never what it is now. So the first time I saw this, I was like, oh my God, this is, this is going to be as good as her bow. Like, you're going to get as many upgrades and, and different um, modifications to your spear as you will for your bow ammo and your different, like, um, Oh, what are they called? The the slingshots. Like those. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So those different kind of weapons. I'm like, finally, like, why was this, you know, I feel like, too, Gorilla is very active on the subreddit for Horizon. Interesting. I and haven't I, been on the subreddit for Horizon. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the for complaints about the first game were listened to. Okay. And I love that. I love that they fixed, like, if you notice that scene where you really see the spear, the additional spear stuff come into play. You, mm-hmm. The human combat in the first game, it's like almost like it's too easy. Like, yeah. I'd rather, like, I'd rather fight a human in this game than I would a machine, which, okay, but, like, humans are just as dangerous. I mean, if you, like, in the first game, that's really, like, humans caused all of, it. All of this shit. <laughs> yeah. So the fact that, like, we were fighting other humans in this game and they're okay to battle... Now, like, you see the big tank guy come out, like, the one that was like, oh, you think you're going to hurt me or something? And then it does this, like, cinematic, like, like thing. And she's like, yeah, I fucking do. And she just attaches yes! the thing and screws it on. And Onto then, her spear and just, bam. But, like, it's also Like, cool electrocutes him. I liked when he picked her up, he threw her down. I'm like, yeah. wow, this really feels like an even match. It doesn't feel like, I mean, don't get me wrong, Aloy's a badass, and I'll get into that later, but... <laughs> Holy shit, like, just, like, the the different, like, it feels like a challenge all throughout the whole game versus, oh, let me go through all these, you know, people. Yeah, just, like, hit them, move on to the next, a, hit Right, them. and then focus on the machines. It feels like equal balance, which I loved. Yeah, and, yeah, seeing the, the combat, it just seems so much more dynamic and fluid. Going yes. from one type of combat to the to next another. is, like... It, it's just so, such a smoother transition. Yeah, I and love... And the way that her staff fighting, she was, like combining like the combos were just like going right into each other yes and the character reacting to it and like you said him like picking her up and then throwing her down and stuff like all of that it really nice i i want to get my hands on a controller so that i can i know and like (laughs) because i want to know how it feels yeah Uh, but it looks like it feels 
just as good, if not better, than the first one. I love but. it. And like the like you said, I was gonna say the combination like hits just perfect. And yeah, already it's just and like, I, it's, okay. that's also something that there's not really much in the first game and like like you get your like um like your certain hits you can do like critical damage hits things like that but there's not really this combination of using your different weapons to at the same time which yeah. is so cool to see it's so cool to see uh so like on top of that uh they showed uh we mentioned um or earlier we were talking about how uh, in the first game, you could steal weapons and stuff from the robots, like mm-hmm. knock them off and then yeah. use them against the robots. Uh, that's coming back with this one. It seems like there are a lot more options, at least during the little... So after the state of play, or, or after the gameplay reveal, they go into like a little bit more details yeah. on what we can expect and things like that. And it seems like that's something that they're going to uh, kind of do a bit yeah. more of. Uh, with some more variety there were like a purple laser launcher thing i like that, that. was like yeah i think it's like it's, it's it was so cool i mean like the machines themselves i could just go and talk about all the machines themselves in this new game because holy shit i and like i said i love that we get a combination of the machines from the previous game but we get all these new machines too because we're in a new environment yeah. in a new area we've got so the new machines that we saw this time there's a fucking mammoth I think they call Tremor Tusk. Tre- Tremor Tusk. Tre- Tremor Tusk. Tre- and then there was the Claw Striders, which are basically Velociraptors. But with, and get this, chainsaw mouth. Chain, two chainsaws <laughs> as their jaw <laughs> at the bottom. Just, just, just insane. And you know what? I was, I, I was saving, I wanted to say something when we were watching it, but I'm like, no, I'm going to save this for the podcast. Uh-oh. So, I don't know if you ever picked up on this in the first playthrough of Horizon of Zero Dawn. Um, Gaia was the, who is the AI, uh, who is the creator of, like, she was the AI that after everybody dies, she's the AI that, like, oversaw the recreation of Earth, right? Mm-hmm. Named as Gaia, a Mother Earth, you know, like, and when Elizabeth Sobek was training her, she was very interested in the dinosaurs and, and prehistoric creatures. Why did they go extinct? You know, look at these cool Creature, she was so fascinated by them. So to see machines modeled after these prehistoric creatures just kind of is really cool because it's kind of like a tie back to the first game too. Like we have a canon explanation as to why these machines look like dinosaurs. Like they're not just dinosaur machines or a mammoth machine. Like no, Gaia was like, I want to bring these extinct creatures back to life in this new world. And it's just so cool. That's actually, so this is why I'm glad that I'm doing this with you because... (laughs) Like, I, I liked the story of Horizon, but I obviously did not dig nearly as deep as you did. <laughs> and, like, for you to be able to extrapolate all of these things and be like, oh, well, this is explained by this, and this is explained by yeah. this, that's awesome. They uh, they do such a good job. This is just, I just, I really appreciate, like, the game, like, the storytellers on this game, because they they tie up all these loose knots, you know, because, like, in, the, in this game, you, you know, we at one point we see the raptor, dead and like he's just laying there i like that he just doesn't disappear like you you know in other games like fallen yeah, enemies he's, might he's got that but like in the thing. first game you've got the scrappers who are there cutting these dead machines apart and like mm. it, there's always an explanation as to why things just go away and like it's really it's just it's so cool like how <laughs> in depth and how like detailed they are about those things and like it just it carries through this game like i loved that throughout her battle there's the fallen uh Velociraptor. Velociraptor <laughs> that it just that killed those killed at the beginning of this fight with the Trammer Tusk. Like it's just it's <laughs> I love it. I love it. 
There's also goo. Uh- <laughs> yeah, the new, um, like, the new weapons from the, the, I can't remember what it's called. I think it's like a sling. Sling something, sling launcher or something. Launch- yeah, I can't remember from the top of my head. Shot? Yeah. Um, it's sling something. And the new. I think, is it just slinger? I have to look it up. I want to say slingshot. But I don't think that's right. <laughs> Anyways, the thing that shoots the thing. Yeah, the the, the the slingshot, basically. I like that. I like, I'm really excited about this new. You've got that one, and then you got the smoke grenades that, like, yeah. take out their vision. Like, That'll be useful. Be, that says yeah. to me that stealth is going to be more prevalent yes. in this game. Stealth was a big... It was a big one. I Because I like to play stealth a lot of the time, especially with the human combat. Because to me, like... Yeah. It's just easier to just go in there and take them out. I'm not one of those people that are be like, okay, coming in hot. Let me just <laughs> trigger See, I would everything. always try to go stealth, and then I would be seen immediately. Right. <laughs> and, then, and then I have to just be. Right, which I think it, 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 they're doing a really good option, like a good expansion of different, like he said, paths and fighting styles that you want to go, mm-hmm. which is nice. But, yeah, the, the different, like, web, because, you know, these machines in this game are going to be a lot bigger and a lot deadlier and yeah based on what we've seen right I mean, there's a freaking Which, mammoth <laughs> can i get a little nerdy again and explain why that's of the course case too? of course so in the first game they talk about the derangement of the machines mm-hmm. where you know years and years ago these machines were just kind of like docile like they didn't really pay attention to us and they were really just like the base machines like the grazers and the striders but like at some point and they talk about it in the beginning of zero dawn um the machines started getting deadlier and like bigger and like like you know you got the the sawtooths and then you got like the big giant freaking um the the T-Rex ones the oh my god what are they called I was um, talking about the um jaw thunder jaws there we go Thank thunder you. jaws so that's but nobody knows why they like the 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 program that makes the machines started making these deadlier and deadlier machines, which I think is really cool to see all these new machines because it's going to have an explanation as to why these machines are deadlier and like crazier because this, this, whatever it's making it do this, it hasn't stopped yet. So that's just, sorry. That's why. (laughs) Uh, No, that's fine. By all means, please uh, explain everything uh, whenever you think of anything. Um, But but yeah, so uh, you can shoot like the goo things. I'm curious if um, like there's an elemental factor to that. Like uh, I can't remember. So like when the the mammoth thing is covered with the goo. Yeah. Did she shoot something that caught the goo on fire or like caused an explosion or am I? I, I don't losing know my mind? because I know in the first game you could get your ammo for the, like the slings to have an elemental. Ha- yeah, because there's freeze which would stop it from moving shortly and then you have the fire mm-hmm. and like because the machines had different weaknesses and that's what you would use but that i feel like would just be like not a sticky bomb because there are bombs in the first game where, that would stick to them and explode like mm-hmm. detonate after but like a impeding their movement right but, but i'm like, wondering since it's like a goo that covers them if you could then spread the elemental damage of a next i'm attack. interested to see if they're going to incorporate that in other weapons too yeah like there's in the previous games there's like you put detonators down like are there going to be like sticky detonators that you put down and it shoots out this stuff and covers them like yeah or like the trip wires is there going to be one like that that'll just shoot that out sticky at them trips. Like, right yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i i'm really curious about 
all of that. I hope that we see more soon uh, because this is still pegged to release this year, allegedly. Mm-hmm. However, uh, one of the downsides be... is there was not a release date. Yeah. They did not reveal a release date in the state of play. I'm not mad about that, though. See, I'm not personally mad about that. However, as, like, I, I feel like the gaming Community audience, yeah, they want it. a release but date. But let me tell you what happens when you do that. Fallout 76 happens uh, when you set an impossible yeah, deadline. Or really anything. <laughs> or any game. There's so many game examples I could give where if there's a deadline, the game devs are, have to rush to meet that deadline. They can't make it a good game. And I personally would rather with this game because if this game is not good, I'm going to be very sad. I'm not going to be angry. <laughs> I'm not going to be jaded. I'm just going to be sad. Just sad. <laughs> because how can you take the first game and then not make an amazing sequel to it? Like the story, the all the potential this game is there. And I feel like that's what they're wanting to do. They're mm-hmm. not wanting to put their pressure on these game devs. They're wanting them to take their time. They're not take their time. They're wanting them to have the time they need to finish the game and make it like cherry on top, perfect ending. The first game had a great ending. It was just fantastic. <laughs> I don't want this game to be an exception because they wanted to try to rush to meet some deadline. Well, I certainly don't think that they're rushing. Um, they, I feel like I, they I feel probably... Like they're, it seems like they're nailing it based yeah. on what I've seen. What we've seen, yeah, absolutely. I, I even think that the gameplay mouth movement of the speech is even better than it was in the yeah. first game. So, like, if those details are washed out, I, I just I can't wait to see the rest of the games. And, like, in the trailers and, like, a little bit of what you saw, we didn't see them in the gameplay, but we saw, like, those pterodactyl machines and stuff. So I can't wait to see, like, more. Um, and, like, the lead-up to the gameplay, the state of play... They had a countdown, and it showed all these different scenes and worlds yeah. of the game. Of yeah. The, oh. And there, were, there was so Stunning. much variety. There's so much variety. And That's why I think we're going to go across North America. Yeah, and it, it looked vast. Yeah. And I know that, like, you could probably take, like, a lot of screenshots of the first game, and it would still appear vast. Right. But I'm curious, again, like, how big is this world going to be? Uh, how much of this are we going to explore? Uh, I, I think it looks... Uh, promising from what we've seen. However, we've only seen a small sliver. Right. It seemed like what we saw was a little bit more linear. Uh, so I'm really curious about getting into the nitty gritty details of the open world. Yeah. And the expansiveness of the world. I hope we get to see things. like dystopian Vegas. That would be cool. That would be awesome. <laughs> I want to fight robot dinosaurs in a casino. <laughs> in, a, in a fallen casino, like please, especially because like I feel like there would be in the desert like. It would have touched it, but because there's not much vegetation in the desert, what would there have been for the machines to get to, you know? Yeah. Like, in that air, in those kind of areas. But I think, like, Death Valley, San Francisco, I think LA is going to be, is going to be highlighted in this game if you looked at the map. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you have to figure, we're traveling from Colorado. I don't know if that's where we're going to start. I don't, that's like, I'm curious to see where we're going to start. Yeah. In the game. Like, are we starting where this state of play is, how far is this state of play into the game is what I'm curious. Like, are we going to start from um, the the Nora tribe by, from All Mother Mountain, or are we going to start... And then travel all the way? Jeez. Right, yeah. Oh, my God. It'll be interesting. So, with this gameplay reveal, it was uh, recorded in real time on a PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm. The game is also coming out on the PlayStation 4. Which I think they had to do with how 
hard it is to get a hold of a PlayStation 5. Yeah, and some people are upset. They feel like releasing something on both generations of hardware is going to hold it back. Um, I'm not too worried about it personally. Yeah. Uh, because I want to be able to play it too. Right. <laughs> and I don't have a PS5. Yeah. But um, there was uh, information released from Game Informer. Uh, where they have confirmed some of the differences between the PS4 and the PS5 versions. Oh, I didn't know this. Um, so uh, I actually forgot about it until just now. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so, uh, so I pulled it up. Uh, but the PS5 version is going to support a 60 frames per second performance mode. Uh, the PS5 version is going to have 3D audio and dual sense features. So there's going to be, you know, the adaptive figure yeah. uh, triggers and the um, haptic feedback, things like that. The PS5 is going to use a cinematic-grade lighting system. Uh, the PS4 is going to use that same lighting system in cutscenes, but it will not be active in gameplay. Okay. So uh, there's going to be a little bit of a downgrade to the lighting. Um, PS5 version is going to have special rendering techniques for underwater scenes, so uh, there's probably going to be a, a noticeable visual downgrade going from Waters, PS4 yeah. for the water. Um, and then the PS4 version, uh, this is the most important part, I think. PS4 versions should be largely identical beyond performance and graphics. So they're not going to be taking out any features of the game. Right. Gameplay is going to remain intact. I wonder if you have if you buy the game on a PS4, if it's going to carry over to your PS5 too. I would imagine so. Well, uh, so since the ps5 is backwards compatible you'll definitely be able to play the ps4 version on the ps5 mm -hmm. but i don't know i'm not confident that it'll be crossed by like okay. I, I don't know if one version will give you the other but i mean i'm sure they're gonna have to address that in yeah. the future and let us know i mean because but... that would be kind of shitty if they made you buy two versions yeah, I mean, of the games certain games still do that i know so uh i mean like final fantasy 7 remake i know that's not first party yeah but still uh, but yeah, and the fact that there's no release date, though, uh, even though I'm not, like, necessarily upset about it, it's a little bit concerning because, um, when it was announced that this game was happening, when it was first revealed with the cinematic trailer, yeah. they said 2021, and around that same time, they also said God of War Ragnarok was coming out in 2021, and the the most prevalent rumor is that God of War Ragnarok is not at all coming out in 2021. Uh, that they're mm. they're not going to make that date. People are like, this is just a pipe dream. It's not going to happen. Right. I'm worried. What if that means that Horizon is also not coming out in 2021? Because they they previously said 2021. Right. But then this time, nothing. They didn't say a date. Yeah. And we're already halfway through the year. Right. So uh, that's a little worrisome because. So far, the PS5, PS4 is doing fine, but PS5 does not have very many exclusive games. Games. There's yeah. just Returnal there's not really, there's and a, Ratchet and Clank. Right, there's a drive to buy a PS5, but there's not the games there to drive that drive, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. everybody wants it because like, it's new. It's not justified, really. Right, like, that's uh, why we got the new Xbox over the new PlayStation, because I'm like, well, there's not really any games out like horizon was the game i was like once that comes out if it's a ps5 exclusive we're getting it like <laughs> see i have a problem though because ratchet and clank was my game where i'm like once ratchet and clank comes out i'm gonna get i need a ps5 yeah but i can't get a ps5 right so it's like mm. uh but but yeah there's uh 
if this isn't able to come out this year, then literally the PS5 is an Insomniac machine. Because Insomniac Games did Ratchet and & Clank and Spider-Man Miles Morales. Yeah. Um, and as far as like big hitting exclusives, there's the Demon Souls remake and there's Returnal. Uh, but like the big hitters, that's basically it. That's it. Other than the packing game with Astrobot, which yeah. is phenomenal and the best game ever made. Uh, but <laughs> sorry, Astrobot is adorable. It's fine. <laughs> I I trust your taste in games, so I I kind of believe you. Uh, if I had a PS5, I would make you play the packing. It's it's free, just built into the system, and it is perfection. That's awesome. Uh, but anyways, um, yeah, I'm I'm really hoping that this comes out this fall which i'm i'm thinking is going to be the date i think this will come out people are saying like holiday which i i think would be a good idea so like you think like november yeah okay. probably november like though i wouldn't be surprised if like by the end of the summer we got a release date okay all right i'm hoping they do more of a deep dive into like the systems and yeah I, i'm kind of a nerd i like seeing menus like, when they show yeah. off a game, I want to well, see the menu. Well, we got to see a little bit of the new, like, weapons wheel. Yes. In this, just a little bit. Like, a, we got a brief glance. It had six spots instead of four. I'm so excited yeah. about that, which yeah. is amazing. Um, <laughs> I love that you notice those details. That's so good. <laughs> like, it's important. Like, as a player that loves this series, and, yeah. like, I've played it many times through because it's just, it's such a replayable game, too. Like, I... <laughs> Listen, it's just such a great game. If you have not played this game and you're a list well, I mean, I'm assuming anybody who's not played this game is listening this far in. Probably yeah. is like... I'm also, I'm going to put a disclaimer before this section to say, hey, there's spoilers. Um, oh, yeah, the but... state of play and and from Horizon Zero Dawn, too. Yeah, yeah. 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 Fuck Ted Farrow. That's all I have to say about the first game. <laughs> okay. Hey, he's the one that caused the end of the world, so I, that's I mean, justifiable. I, I have mixed feelings about... Uh, the end of the world like on one hand it sucks that you know everything goes to hell and back but also we kind of deserve it i mean <laughs> like so it's kind of like you yeah. and i don't deserve it the people up top kind of deserve it uh, but well no i also i kind of deserve it as well. <laughs> i'm a horrible person you know what else really pisses speaking of people who are shitty <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my god. How do you really feel? Jeez. Because I was talking about Ted Farrow, not you. I'm like, I deserve this. Speaking of people who are shitty. Jeez. People, All are right. people are already pissed about this game. Why? Because they say Aloy looks too masculine. Oh, Aloy has always been Listen, a I shining can... example of perfection. As a woman, and as a woman gamer, when I played Horizon Zero Dawn, and Aloy is just completely covered, she doesn't yes. have her tits out, she doesn't have the skimpy, she's not uber feminine, she is what somebody who does that kind of combat, who grew up in the wilds, she is what she is supposed to look like. And just to see that and, like, know that it's, like, great representation and she's a badass, she is not, she isn't, she has emotion to her, which is, it's a great balance. She's not overly emotional. She doesn't have a love interest. Yeah, she that is That's Aloy. my biggest thing. Yeah. And she doesn't, 
even when like characters will like make a small like little reference or remark or like, about her, or like you know, yeah, like they'll kind of like make a pass at her and like she completely blows it off. Blows She's like, now nope. whatever, like don't have time for this. Like I'm trying to save the world. This is not part of my mission. Like Aloy <sighs> is an asexual queen. She really I love is. her. And I would be all for her, like them down the line, maybe like adding something to that. But I also love that they don't because it's like let's focus on other aspects of a female character. She's not there just to be a love interest. Exactly. She is there. She is the main character, damn it. And I she's a badass <laughs> and she is strong and she but she like I just love the little moments in the first game where she does feel this like emotion and like but it's an appropriate moment. She's not always like, you know, like sometimes in sometimes in video games you've got the damsels in distress. She's yeah. saving other men and like it's just such a great feeling. The whole but, entire game she's saving men. And like, <laughs> like I love also too. Yeah, in the state even of play. In, yeah. She's saving Aaron <laughs> in the state of play. I just like at the end of it, I was like, God, I just love her so much because she takes out a trammer tusk with all these people and by herself. Yeah. Alone. No help. She is just fantastic. And I just love too, like, this game does such a good job of having other female examples of that. In the first game, there are other characters that are also strong females that are yeah. not sexualized. And it's amazing. And that, like, this, that is why I love this game so much. The story, the characters, they all seem very realistic and, like, very, like, human. And, like, it's just, it's fantastic. She's just, I want to get a tattoo of her eventually. Like, I just oh. love her so much. I, uh. Um... <laughs> that character. I want to be friends with Aloy. I do too. I want I want to hang out with Aloy. I feel like I would be a better person <laughs> if I had an Aloy in and my just life. The, like how many people's lives she touches. It's in the first game too. Mm-hmm. Like, and now that that's she... why like at the end when everyone comes together, it's kind of like oh. Oh my okay. god! When everybody she helps shows up to help her, mm-hmm. like great roundabout way. And like in this too, I just love that Aaron is stuck with her. Like that because he was one of my fa- favorite like like um side characters in the first game. Mm-hmm. And I love that they brought them back, him back. Like, and I think they're going to bring back other characters too. They've talked about it. Um, but yeah, it's the characterization in the game is great. I can't wait to see new characters and like what the different tribes are going to look like. Like yeah. the Raiders look insane. Yeah. I love their outfits. I do too. <laughs> like, yeah. Their uh... armor and their like weapons are like slightly different. And like, I like that they have like the, um, Thing on the back of the trailer tusk, like that. Yeah, the little hut thing yeah. where they were like, uh, riding on their little carriage or whatever. Yep, yeah. yeah. And then that was kind of cool. You could, like, destroy the carriage and, like, knock that down. Yeah, And yeah. things like that. So it that wasn't was just cool. kind of built in, like, because other games, sometimes, like, that kind of stuff is just still there. But in, the, in this game, when you're fighting the machines, they slowly degrade. Like, you can yeah, kind of the see them, the bits, and, and they like stay that. off. Like, it's really cool. But, like, the people riding on it, they were also, like, calling out orders and firing and yeah. attacking. So there were Which just a lot of things going on. You see kind of in the first game, but there's not anybody, like, using machines and riding them and using them to, like, battle. Yeah. Like, you'd see them, like, send, like, machines after you, but not like that. I'm also curious to see how the Raiders got their their power to override the machines, too, because there's only two people in this world that know that and can teach it to people, and it's Aloy and Silence. Um, I mean, I, and I'll she, bet money that... Well, because at the end of the game, he captures Hades, and he walks away, and we don't know what happened to him. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want... Like, uh, it's gonna be so interesting. I want this game. I wish I knew how like how long excited I, I need to be because yeah, how long yeah. I have to wait. 
Like, do I need to be really excited? Like, I mean, like, honestly, like, hopes high for this game. I don't care. Like, they're <laughs> going to be crushed, but... Well, or I mean, not. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I guess we didn't really have high expectations for the first game because it was new. Right. It's so. a new, like, series now. They know. I think they know, like, with their audience, like, we expect a lot because the first game was just so great. <sighs> I'm so excited. Kudos to Gorilla. I know. They know what they're doing. I feel like I've never really heard of them before any of the Horizon games. Uh, it was either. just basically Killzone is what they were known for. Gotcha. Uh, and then with Horizon, they didn't just make Horizon Zero Dawn. They also made the engine, the Decima engine that it's in. Oh, cool. Um, and that's the same game engine that Kojima Productions uses in Death Stranding. Wow. Um, so when Kojima left Konami, random little bit of fun fact trivia... Uh, when Kojima left Konami, uh, he was wanting to make his own studio, and he was shopping around to see what game engine he was going to use, and uh, PlayStation was basically like, you got to check out Decima Engine. He saw Horizon Zero Dawn, and he was like, I want that engine. It's great. And then, so they kind of collaborated, and so they kind of built the engine more together. Yeah. But really cool. Really cool. Super cool. I want to, like, I want to play this game now. I know. <laughs> like, now, like, I watch that, I'm like, damn it, I want to play it for myself. Um, well, when it does come out, uh, you can bet your ass that we are going to play it. And uh, maybe we could play it together and oh, do a little stream. Oh, when it stream. comes out, I play on streaming the whole thing. Okay. So. And, and people can find you on, on Twitch. Twitch, at Huffle Hug. Just Huffle Hug. Huffle Hug. Like Huffle Puff, but Huffle Hug. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best way to describe it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, and I'm also going to link to, uh, the Hufflehug Twitch profile, or mm -hmm. I guess Twitch channel. Twitch channel, yeah. Uh, in the episode description for this, uh, and, um, yeah, also, you are going to hear more from Hufflehug in future More Than Friends things. This is, I guess technically this is your first appearance, yeah. um, on a More Than Friends thing, uh, but... Uh, you are also going to be on the next episode of Podcast with Benefits, uh, which will go up soon, uh, a couple days after this episode goes live. And then after that, we're going to be doing some other other yeah. collaborations and things, projects. different projects that we're yeah. going to announce. Um, Steven, it's great to have all my, <laughs> my uh, streams on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> the, for those of you who haven't uh, seen any of Hufflehug streams, we streamed What Remains of Edith Finch, and it's, like, the most one of my favorite games, but the fucking scene, <laughs> there's a scene that involves a shark falling down a mountain. <laughs> and the rainbows <laughs> knocking the rainbows and over. fucking, it's like, oh, pretty, <laughs> just obliterate the rainbows. <laughs> Clips are on my Twitch channel if you want reference. Yeah, if you, if you want to understand whatever the hell we're talking about, just go to Huffle Hugs channel and oh, you'll see man. it oh my god you can save those videos if you ever want to repost them i think i want to because that was great it was Maybe, just chaos uh do i have permission to like can i upload them to the more than friends yeah, youtube absolutely and then i can link to your channel on there yeah there we go i'll put them on there too yeah. and then that way i can post them on so all kinds of things the fucking <laughs> shark though. i went back and watched them the other day like a, like a couple weeks ago and i was like <laughs> oh my god this is hilarious it was so funny when I first played that game and that happened, I'm like, I, I had no idea what to expect. Because that's, that's another game where you just don't know what to expect. Because right. it's just, it's a game that's out of nowhere. And then when all of that happens, 
Really, the entire game is just like, oh, I, it's just like this is weird, but okay. Like, <laughs> you just kind of accept it. You just kind of go with it. You're like, all right, like, and somehow it makes sense. Yeah, and it's fine. Uh, except the shark thing is still pretty random. But <laughs> shark falling down the hill. <laughs> and the freaking narration. Suddenly, I was a shark. It's like what? <laughs> and you pass that just the car when you pack in you. God. Just driving and it's raining sharks. It's just, just another day. I like the weekends were so laughing about it. Because, like, the more you think about it, the more absurd it is. It is, yeah. I still, I, I still can't help but imagine that the poor guy driving the truck. Like, I know. Just, what, did he, what did he do after that? I want to know his story. Like, Can we have a game for his point of view? And how seeing the shark tumbling down the hill changed his life. <laughs> From then on, he was never the same. The butterfly effect. Uh, the shark a fly effect. That's dumb. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. The butter shark effect. There we go. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks for joining me. <laughs> You're welcome. I could talk about this game for another half an hour. Well, the next time that they do another gameplay reveal, oh, absolutely. Uh, we're going to do another thing. We're going to go into all the details, and you can point out all the story things that I missed. Yeah. All right. You should get back and play Zero Dawn. I actually, I started playing the DLC, and so good. I need to finish playing it. That's going to be me going back to the first game. Yeah. Because I don't, I already platinum the first game. I don't know if I have the patience. You to know, like I've never platinum, 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 or 100% the first game. Yeah. I'm working on it. You've got to be close. Yeah. I, there's a lot. There's, it's, it's all little things. I have to go back the tedious shit. Yeah. I'm like for me, the last trophy that I got was uh, the like fancy armor that you can get. Oh, uh, the um, that's like locked away in that thing. Oh, the um, I know what you're talking about. The, I think it's just power armor. Yeah, and you have to like mm-hmm. collect the keys that are scattered around. Yeah, uh, that was the last trophy that I got. Yeah, and I'm like, wow, this armor would have been helpful. Right. <laughs> <laughs> playing the well, actual game. Well, you can go back but... and play New Game Plus. Yeah, they did add that. Maybe I will actually. That gives me an excuse to play the game again. You go back and out. I like doing the re- the replays because you can go back and explore the more all the story elements and find all the little stories and little like sound bites and things from throughout the yeah. world. Again, I could talk about this game for two two more. Well, hours. you need to platinum it. I yeah. need to finish the DLC, <laughs> and we need to do this again when we find out more about, about the game. Horizon Forbidden Ma- for- yeah. Forbidden. Forbidden West. West. God, I almost said Forbidden Best. I'm already like, all right, this is the best game. (laughs) All right, well, thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. Anytime, anytime. And there will be more. But for now, thank you everyone for listening to Dual Senses. I know this episode is probably going to end up being a little longer than usual. Um, But yeah, it's fine. It's just more content. Yeah. Whatever. Perfect. Yeah. All right, thank you. See you all later. Love, love, love. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Dual Senses. You can support the show on www.mtfproductions.com donate. Thank you so much for your support, and thank you for sharing, rating, and reviewing the show, and subscribing on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, we will be back with another normal news episode, um, and we're going to be getting back to another normal schedule of releasing episodes every Monday. But yeah, thanks again. Love, love, love.